welcome. You've got mail. Hey folks, welcome to another edition of TechStream. We're glad you're listening. We're glad you're liking. And um, not liking like like the social media influencers like. I'm saying just like what you're listening to. That's all we're trying to do. I'm Seth Everett. He's Shelly Palmer. And Shelly, a couple of weeks ago, we did this whole thing because Netflix is falling apart. Yeah. Yeah, I think we spoke <laughs> a little prematurely. Uh, if you're Netflix, hire all the people that are going to be laid off at HBO Max in the next couple of months. Oh, that's um, funny. Warner Discovery had a couple of announcements, and that's this corporation that has merged. You know, Discovery and Warner Brothers are are together now. Um, kind of missed the days of Time Warner. Um, just the idea that this is now this massive conglomeration. And just from a tech standpoint, they're already talking about merging HBO Max and Discovery Plus. Yeah. That's like um, the Seinfeld episode where they came up with Molin Spring Water. Like, what, what, what's their kooky name going to be? Um, you want to do, do, handle that first and say, yeah, this, this is a major media company that is now consolidating. Well, look, the Warner Brothers Discovery is now one company under David Zaslav, one of the most successful and most brilliant broadcast executives ever. You know uh, him? I do, and he's a, he's a spectacularly smart guy. Uh, really, uh, just an excellent, excellent broadcast executive, a visionary, good leader, excellent CEO. Uh, they are in very good hands with David, but he has a giant set of issues that you need someone of David Zaslav's quality to deal with. Uh, not in any order. There's an incredible amount of debt. Uh, they've made some promises about cost cutting in order. Now, to... is that combined debt, meaning Discovery was in debt and and Warner Brothers was in debt? If you go look at the financials, you can. It's all public. You can kind of see what their their debt to equity ratio is. You can go, you know, just go look at okay. all financials. And, and and it's a they are late some Sunday reading. Yeah, I mean, if that's what you like to do, they're laden with <laughs> from this from this merger. And at the end of the day, uh, they have two completely separate, unrelated streaming services: HBO, uh, HBO Max and Discovery Plus. You could argue, and you'd be wrong, that each one has its own subscription base, and each one's getting you know everybody's paying. I think I pay fourteen ninety nine for HBO Max and. I don't know what I pay for Discovery Plus. What do I pay for Discovery? You have Discovery Plus. I don't have. Discovery I do. Plus. I do because Mrs. Palmer loves it. Oh, because it's HDTV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the it's TLC, all the, which means it's all the Naked and Afraid and all those. Yeah. Well, I don't know. About, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I don't know if my wife watches Naked and Afraid, but I I think it's, that it's, entendre was not even double. I, no, no, no. She. I, I think it's like five <laughs> bucks a month for Discovery Plus. She she. <laughs> likes to watch all the hgtv stuff yeah, so we have yeah. it and to be fair and i like the barbecue shows personally right. i just um anyway they've got two none of it none of it holds a candle to hbo max the different audiences okay one is something that you watch they've got a whole bunch of stuff on discovery and supposedly plus. the cnn stuff is going to merge leave hbo max and go over to discovery plus that's what i heard well what they're going to do is they're going to combine all of it Right. Next and, by next year. 
Uh, yeah, I think you know they're, they're thinking about the end of 23. They're looking for and they need. So it's not it's not even a question of what they're looking for. They are going to have to to amass somewhere between 100 and 140 million subs. However, they have to beg, borrow, or steal them. They need them. And then the question is, if Discovery is starts at five bucks a month and HBO Max is in that $15 a month range, what is this combined service going to cost? If it's $20, now, well, you're going to not get 141 minutes. I don't think it could be 20 but you know, Seth, you said something about streaming a couple of weeks ago on this show that resonated with me. And I'm sure the, the data backs up your personal anecdote. People shut off HBO Max when there uh -huh. isn't a show they yeah. want to see. And so what is the actual lifetime value of an HBO Max customer? And how many, you know, is it just the fringe? There was... Back well, in the and to clarify, though, but because it's relevant to what you're about to say, uh, when I made that statement, it was about Showtime. Yeah. And that HBO Max doesn't qualify because what HBO Max has is the legacy programming, whether it's The Sopranos, Sex in the City or Superman, Batman and the Justice League. Yes. And if that's important to you, but if it isn't, if you're there uh, just for Westworld. Right. And you binge right. it and you're no, done. No, no, I just wanted to make it done. clear that what HBO Max has that I think makes them them delete proof is this legacy archives. It's right. the same reason I won't delete Disney Plus if I don't love the new Star but, Wars show. Well, deleting Disney Plus and deleting HBO, like we have to, you have to qualify that. Right. There I deleted was... Showtime because Billions was over. Right. Um, in the old days, it's still true, but I'm going to call it the old days. You had DirecTV was the premium provider and Dish was the low-cost provider. And Dish was constantly running these special promotions where you could get, you know, a billion hours of DVR and you could get this amount of programming and it was like three cents a month. And then, you know, you could cancel any time. Of course, people were constantly, constantly, every three months, they would just change the name on the account or do whatever they could to... And, you know, when 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 it was a buyer's market, a lot of shenanigans took place. What this will stop whole wholly stop is people dumping out of the fifteen dollar a month HBO Max when they don't have anything they want to watch, because if their significant other or even they themselves are into the cooking shows or the travel shows or the wonderful uh, science shows on Discovery, which are the kinds of things you can watch all the time. And people do. So there are two different viewers, right? There's a premium cable viewer, if you were put it in cable terms. And Discovery was was one of those uh, channels on cable. I don't know if you ever noticed this, but HBO and Discovery had unique properties. They were always the most beautiful looking cable networks. Hmm. Every other cable network, just from a resolution and... Uh, sonic quality you always knew when you were at hbo like the, the picture quality was just yeah, at the a production level. value yeah it's like you always know when you're at npr uh, sure. on the radio you always knew your hbo and discovery yeah, and if you're listening and comparing tech stream to a uh npr podcast just understand six people put together a npr podcast one person puts together tech stream and yeah. that one person is you well <laughs> just that, that wasn't the point of it but i just want to state if people you say not, those NPR podcasts sound better than TechStream, yeah, because if I had a staff, I would do it better.
Uh, no, it's our, you know what? It's, it's the quality of the content set. That's the most uh-huh, important that's... part is the sonic quality. People will give us a little bit of a pass right. anyway. Um, look, this combination makes sense. They, they need a bunch of subs. They're going to get them. Uh, to say that David Zaslav has his work cut out for him would be to understate the obvious. Right. But David Zaslav is saying something that is contradictory because everything that has come out of his investor call that he launched all this news where he announced the merger, uh, the merger of the streaming apps. Yeah. They are eliminating programming. And if you are trying to get subscribers, eliminating programming is the, is the opposite thing. Now, if you're saying, well, the debt supersedes their plan, fine, but pick one plan. Is your job to get 140 million subscribers or is your job to pare down debt? Because if his job is to pare down debt, he's the New York Jets. No, it's neither one, Seth. His actual job is to increase shareholder value. And you do that by increasing the enterprise value. And you do that by earning money. And to earn money, you can do one of two things. You can either charge more for what you already make, or you can cut your costs so it costs you less and your margin increases. And so his job is to make the bottom line look great and to the the goal of the merger, any merger, not just this merger, any merger, is to unlock value, right? You assume that I've got company A and company B and company A is great at what they do, but there's a bunch of stuff they could be doing better and company B does that stuff better. There's a terrible word which never seems to realize uh, be realized as synergy, right? That the sum of the parts is greater than the whole. Uh, um, the sum of the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Sorry, and uh, and this idea that you know one and one makes three, which is it never works out in corporate mergers. I, I mean, the history of corporate mergers is that that's always how they go in. That's always what it looks like, and it never actually happens. And it's funny because Warner Brothers uh, has been in the center of some of that. The AOL Time Warner merger probably didn't work out. Um, you know, the, the, there's a lot, in fact, AOL may have been cursed because Verizon didn't do so well with it either. But at the end of the day, um, we don't always see those synergies here. There were some very clear things that made sense. And there's a lot of redundant back office. So when you say cost cutting, yes, you're going to be cost cost cutting in the redundancies. That's why they'll combine the streaming services, I mean, some of this is just straight business out of B school, right? Some well, of we've said Disney, ESPN, and Hulu should combine. We, we've we've said that before. I mean, if if Disney operates Hulu, they have Disney Plus and ESPN Plus, and they're totally different interfaces. Well, which makes so no sense because you've a, seen Disney Plus. Service, yeah, as a streaming service. Look, uh, I know that's your thing. I I, I and I've and I've agreed uh, with you by sitting quietly while you said it many times. In practice, Seth, it is so expensive to retool a streaming service these uh, play play out systems are incredibly complicated and making a player that's going to work equally well on fire tv on a roku box on apple tv on an ios device on an android device on a bunch of android devices that actually aren't the same under the hood they just say android on them like doing that for reals that that is a that's a giant expense and combining them. You say, okay, well, let me, let me choose one. If you had to choose between 
the Hulu, Disney Plus, and um, ESPN interface, which one would you think should be the interface to rule them all? Of those three, easily, yeah. easily Disney Plus. Okay. Oh, easily Disney okay. Plus. So, just put Nick Saban's face next to Darth Vader, and you've got your ESPN <laughs> Plus. It's perfect. So, I think if you tested, you would find that most people despise all three, think that they are clunky, and feel like they are. They're good for a small amount. Like beautiful thing about Disney Plus is that they have franchises and they can organize under the franchises. So what makes Disney Plus usable is that when you click Star Wars, you're in the Star Wars universe. When yeah, that's you're in all Marvel, it is. it's so simple. No, but but what's but clunky Seth, about Disney Plus? Seth, if you were to try to put twenty thousand unrelated pieces of video into that interface you would find nothing ever. No, 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 but well, well, that's what Hulu is. Right. Hulu is a mess, but what Hulu does is they have the the live aspect. So everyone's Hulu is different. You know, because they have Hulu with live TV and you can yes. you can do that and that's what I have. So Hulu is is bonkers. Yeah, and, yeah. And 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 you know the the whole idea if you have Hulu with live TV, I'll, you know, just to show you streaming, uh then you don't need Discovery Plus because HGTV is on Hulu. If you want to watch commercials, right? Well, that that's that's the trick, and and commercials, and and that's the that's two weeks ago the linear television versus yeah. digital streaming. Look, this Here's is the the elephant in the room. Yeah, go ahead. Warner Brothers made and has ninety percent completed a film called Batgirl. Yep, it stars Leslie Grace as Batgirl. But in that film, there's a there's a, a a supporting character named Michael Keaton, who for the second time will reprise his role as Batman. Uh-huh. Originally, this movie was supposed to go in theaters. There was talk about it going to HBO Max, and now it has been canceled. But it's been made, which means the actors got paid. It means the crews got paid. The production completed, and it cost. million. If you are costing $90 million, put the thing on HBO Max. It makes no sense. There are the fact that Leslie Grace is a minority and she's a female minority lead, and you canceled that movie, but you let Scooby Doo air. I'm sorry. It is such bad optics on so many levels, and that has nothing to do with the fact that she wears a cape. It has nothing to do with that. So it's I, a it's a tremendous. This guy might be the second coming of an expert. That is a bonkers move. I, I have to agree with you that the optics are terrible, and I'm not sure that anyone was thinking through how tone deaf this cancellation seems. They're not anywhere near as complete as you are suggesting. They've got about, I don't know, $70 million, according to my friends who are close to this, uh, into it. For anyone who's not in the movie business, you please understand. They have another 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 million in post that they have to do. They'll be they ordinarily a movie like uh, big movies coming out. They're going to test it. They're going to tweak it. It's a bunch. This call it just for fun. Call it another 20, $20 million just on the low end before it's done. And I think it's more than that, but that doesn't matter. 
because if you were to theatrically release a movie, which is what they were talking about, you would spend at least uh, the cost of the movie. Um, uh, that's that's probably that's an exaggeration nowadays. Somewhere between half and the full price uh, or cost of producing the movie to advertise it and promote it globally. So if you've got a $100 million movie, you'll spend between 50 and $100 million more in advertising and promotion, depending on who you are and how aggressive you are. Should they, could they, would they have spent another 20, 30 million bucks and then released it? I, I guess they didn't feel like that made any sense. Um, if they release it, or don't release it, the loss to the company, it's a loss. I mean, it's written off. Thing is, they've already spent the money, so there's no additional tax write-off. One of my one Well, that's my, what that's what the that's what he said in the in the well, in the conference. Well, my, he said it was a tax thing. Yeah, one of my uh, one of my accounting friends said to me that there was a they had a, a, a very specific deadline, and I'm not as familiar with the contract terms as as he was. And this is hearsay evidence, so I may be getting this wrong, and I haven't seen it written about. But what I was told by a friend of mine who is incredibly familiar with the circumstance is that there was a specific window where they could put debt back onto the other entity in the merger, and that this was fully and wholly an accounting move, and had absolutely and a big one at that matter. They have seventy million dollars worth of cash spent that they don't have to that they don't have to um, take onto their financial statements during the, during, you know, and, and when you're trying to cut costs, taking a number like that off your financials is, is a, you know, off your balance sheet is, is a, uh, or income statement is, is a very big deal. So again, hearsay from a friend of mine who's very familiar with no, this. No, that's fair. And, and, and that, that make the, that adds up. Here's the, 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 the issue. The directors of bad girl are a deal L Arby and Bilal Falah, the two directors that directed Ms. Marvel yeah. on Disney Plus, right? They are two hot directors. Mm -hmm. Okay, again, Muslim. I the the the, yeah, the, the minority stuff, you know, Seth, aspect. I, can I say the something? minority aspect of this? Yeah. It looks awful. Yes, J.K. Simmons I, I is in this movie. I know. This, no, it's this a big is cast. insanity. Yeah, but you know what? I I hate to say this, um, and please don't be hating on me for this. I haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen the rough cut. People who are, again, I made a lot of calls. We have friends at Warner Brothers. We have friends at Discovery. You look at the logo wall at ShellyPalmer.com. We've been, we've been working with these both of these companies independently for 25 years and have a lot of friends. And, and, and also people who have left those companies but have deep ties into the companies. Seth, this is, uh, again, the hearsay. This is me report. This is a terrible thing to do. So I'm just qualifying it. This is not fact. Mm -hmm. And this no, isn't even it. my opinion. Just the people I know who have seen this movie and have seen the test results. They said it's awful. Awful. So if, uh, and, and I'm sorry, it doesn't matter that great directors or hot but directors. Now, it, now it's going to become the stuff of legend. Uh, maybe, but, it, but at the end of the bootlegged. day, it's also it is going to get bootlegged. This thing is going to be on a BitTorrent site. Yes, I, I'm I telling guess. you, if it's not already. Somebody, somebody, I saw Reddit that there's a whole, there's a whole like Reddit army ready to take. Someone wrote a, a, a it was either on Reddit or Twitter 
give me the uh, just, give me the raw footage. I'll finish it myself. Was the, was the tweet I saw? It's like oh, they, I, I have Adobe Premiere. I can do it. It's like okay, that's great. Pete, they've been tweeting out uh, set pictures. So these pictures are leaking now of Michael Keaton in the Batman costume. Fans are going bananas. It is trending on Twitter in different aspects every day. The optics look awful. You're producing garbage movies. And I'm I'm sorry. The, the if, if we're doing this because of of this company, Linda Carter, the great Linda Carter, Wonder Woman herself, tweeted, she says, I don't know if this is the right time, but Wonder Woman's on HBO Max right now. <laughs> That's like <laughs> this app is getting crushed. That's unbelievable. And considering during COVID, we ran to streaming services for content. And there's this, there was this, this, this time when we were worried when the next show was coming. And now this is the way you decided to cut yeah. costs. All right. I found it. Here it is. This is great. Young Beef 03 on Reddit. It's talk. Batgirl 2022 is now preemptively lost media. <laughs> and Young Girl, uh, young, young Beef 03 writes, I would send an open invitation letter to uh, to Warner Brothers. I have a Premiere Pro account. Just send me whatever work you've done. I'll finish it myself. I've got an open weekend. I mean, it's, like... <laughs> it's tremendous. It's tremendous. I'm By the sorry. way, Seth, I, I, you are 100% right. And there's nothing I have not any, I, I can't apologize or explain. I, there is a, a hearsay explanation that is emotionally unsatisfying. Right. The reasons they're giving are, are nonsense. Well, I mean, and, look, and they, I'm they not saying they owe us an explanation, but, right? They yeah. owe their shareholders. They don't owe us. And yeah. I'm sure that this company is going to, you know, fix their finances. That's all well and good. It looked, I, I don't even have a horse in this race. I don't care about this. This, the idea that you took something that was pr produced. Now, when Warner Brothers announced that he canceled the Wonder Twins movie, remember Wonder Twins Activate? They canceled that. That hadn't been shot. No frame had been shot. Nobody had been cast. That's when you cancel projects. Not after it's filmed. Yeah, well... You know, um, again, screenings. They, so somebody's seen this something. thing. That means somebody shot it with an iPhone, and and it it'll be on it it'll be on a BitTorrent site soon, uh, near you. Say it'll be in uh, Greenwich Village. <laughs> you can get it on uh, DVD in Greenwich Village pretty soon. Are anyway, they putting I'm, Scoob out as a, a, on streaming? Are they going to screen? Scoob Two was canceled too, but that's mostly animated. So like that's it's an animated even, movie for sure. That, that that's not even remotely done. You know what I mean? It's not it, it, it's not done. This was 85 to 90 percent done. The cast has been announced. Fucking Michael Keaton's in it. Uh, you can't cancel this thing. It is well, they, so they, dumb. They, they could. No, I mean, it, it, it was tone deaf. It wasn't dumb. It was tone deaf. And there. And by the way, so Seth, at the end of the day, we know a couple things. A, as a business decision on the finances, it was probably right. As a business decision on the optics, it was definitely wrong, just as evidenced by how peeved you are. And, um, and I'm a P1 we, for this stuff. And we are. I'll watch anything. And we're completely sure that somewhere, somehow, on a torrent, 
file in a torrent file somewhere we're going to get to see whatever this is and it will become wildly popular because just because of the the taboo nature of what it is the clandestine nature of what it is so good pr move if you if you are leslie grace you're probably going to get out of this okay by the way the good news is for all the actors and the director and everybody else they're now stuff of legend as you said so while it is terrible this minute it may not turn out historically to be as terrible for anybody as we're suspecting that it would be, but fun to watch. And again, it's fun to follow. And it, it, it it's, it's the new, you know, this is the new frontier in terms of media. Uh, do you remember 1994, uh, a filmmaker by the name of Roger Corman <laughs> who famously made, you know, low budget movies. It was the, what was my hero. In film school, when I was in film school, Roger Corman was all of our heroes. This guy made movies for 99 cents. Right. 99 cents was was a lot of money. Did you know that uh, there was a rule? A German producer uh, met with Stan Lee and they said that you have to make a Fantastic Four movie or we'll lose the rights to it. And so they spent maybe $250,000 in 1994 on a movie called The Fantastic Four and you wouldn't know any of the cast if I if I told you who the cast is and it was canceled after it was released. It was never released because the plan was never to release it. And it is the lowest budget. But if you Google the Fantastic Four 1994 Roger Corman film, um, I've seen it. It's it. It's remarkable. But like literally the guys, the thing's head falls off like mid shot. It's it's tremendous. That's where Batgirl's going. Batgirl <laughs> is going to become the stuff of legend. You know what, Seth? More power to him. And more power to you for remembering Roger Corman in the Roger 90s. Corman, he fantastic was awesome. Corman. Literally a film school hero of ours. That's awesome. All right. That'll do it for Tech Stream. Uh, I, 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 I'm telling you, I'm, I'm steaming mad. So you know what? Next week's episode, I might still be complaining about Batgirl. We'll have to wait and see. See you then. 